five, four, three, two, two. Talking about a little bit of pain in paradise today. Hey, did you know that more than 39% of travelers agree that aches and pains associated with travel kept them from doing the things that they really wanted to do? So you saved up for all year, I don't know, maybe 18 months. You had a, a trip on the books, going someplace really cool, maybe the Bahamas, Diving Grenada, Puerto Rico, Cozumel, Rotan, Hawaii. And you figure, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive every single day that I'm there. Or maybe you're just going to plan to do like five dives, four or five boat dives or shore dives or whatever it is, right? And after a little bit, you start getting fatigued or maybe you get hurt, you pull a muscle. Maybe it's a long bus ride. Maybe it's the plane ride that gets you there. And you've got aches and pains and it takes you out of your game. Or maybe you're a local diver and you're struggling with fitness at the very beginning of the dive year. We see this every year. In fact, I've got a diver that has uh, two sets of wetsuits, not just for the warmer water and, or actually not for the cold water and slightly less cold water that we have here in Idaho, but because of weight, you know, the, the way that the weight fluctuates. Well, today I'm going to talk about staying in shape for scuba diving. I mean, nothing is worse than at the beginning of the year, you struggle with getting into a wetsuit. Maybe you don't feel as comfortable as you should or as you could. In fact, I've got another podcast that I've actually recorded. I need to, I need to go ahead and fire it off and, and post it up, but talks about how we feel mood-wise physically when we're out on a dive site. And uh, anyway, but we'll talk about that. But what I really want to push on this episode are the benefits of having a healthy lifestyle as a scuba diver, which includes exercise. Now, by the way, we are starting up something in Neptune this week where our Sunday dives, you know, normally you pay 15 bucks and you get to come in, you get to use the pool uh, in, in the deep end of the pool at the Y. What we're adding starting this week is scuba fit. And it's a way to go ahead and stay in shape throughout the winter time. I mean, there's, there are so many different benefits to, to working out in the water. You know, one of those things is that, you know, the temperature, the aquatic environment allows your body to cool more efficiently, which is going to mean that your heart's not working as hard to eliminate the heat that's produced during exercise. Because what happens is when you work out, you heat up. Now your heart's got to work a little bit faster to, to run the blood through your system to help you cool off. Gravity. Water reduces the effect of gravity on your body. So joints and muscles don't hurt as bad. Also, your blood flows back to your heart with less effort. It means you're going to have a lowered heart rate. Compression of the water. So when you're in the water... Your body is compressed, which includes components of the vascular system. So again, the blood is flowing back to the heart with less effort. You've got the effects of partial pressure on your body being immersed, so it improves gas exchange. And then just that reduction of, of body mass. 
The reduction of body mass means that you are weighing less in the water. We can use the water as, you know, as, as resistance. So, so many good benefits to doing water workouts. You know, where we focused a lot of time has been on really the, the neurological muscular relationship of proper fin kicks and, and making sure that your body's in, in the right, right position. But, you know, other things that our body does, I mean, if you look at, you know, just looking at the endocrine system, it becomes more efficient at regulating hormones through regular exercise. Your lymphatic system becomes more efficient at protecting the body from disease. And your motor pathways, which we mentioned just a moment ago, they're, they're going to develop at a higher level and they're going to be enhanced. It's almost like rebooting your dive body software and giving it a software upgrade when you're, when you're working out. I remember on a dive trip a few years ago, on the first, the first couple of days, doing a lot of shore dives. I was in, I was in Hawaii. I was in Maui. And doing a lot of shore dives, and I was had signed up with 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 you know some other people, right? I mean, I mean, I didn't sign up with them, but I did sign up at the same time, and they were going to be out on the same dives. Now, I take dive fitness very seriously, and I part of it has to do with my military background. Part of it has to be with an instructor, but the other part is, man, when I get out to a dive site, I don't want to be winded just because I carry my tanks to the shoreline. I don't want to be winded after a dive or struggle. You know, one of the dives we have here in my local area is called Thousand Steps. And you, it's out at Lucky Peak. You come out. You have to make this long, uh, gradual walk back up the hill. And the last part of it is this, like, two-tier, three-tier staircase that's probably I don't know 50 feet tall, 40 feet tall. I'll have to I'll have to measure it out sometime. But but I mean it's it's quite a hike going back up there. And now you you got to take off all your gear and get it back into the back of your vehicle. You've got anywhere between you know 10 to 30 pounds of weight depending on if you're in a dry suit or what your body composition is. And so it's it makes it tough, right? I don't want to be winded after all that stuff. Plus. You know, there's a chance I, I could wind up with a phys- physical injury, with stre- you know, stretching injuries or, or things like that. So I'm on a quest right now to help divers get in better shape for diving. And this is the perfect time where I'm at in, here in Idaho because we're starting to move more into our indoor diving environments, which means we've got some time to help divers recognize what kind of shape they're in and then give them some tools and then once a week meet as a community to work on those skills. And I think, I think it's a great opportunity that, that, that we're providing. I know it's one that I'm going to benefit from because I'm going to jump in the water and do the exercises along with the participants. And what I want to share today is, is essentially what I do for workouts. When I go to the pool and I'm doing workouts you know, you would think that, hey, as a scuba diver, you would just scuba dive more. Well, here's the thing. As a diver, you actually become more efficient, which means that your body's working less. So we have to do very specific exercises to keep ourselves in shape. 
And it also helps to build up our water confidence and keeps us intact with water. It continues that, that blue mind mindset. So it's important to make sure that before you start any kind of an exercise program that you are, you know, that you, that you do get medically checked out. Most of us do go through a dive physical or not a dive physical. You at least answer, answer the questions, right? Uh, but it's not a bad idea to, to just consult your doctor, make sure everything's cool before you get started. Now, what I do with my sessions is I want to know what my heart rate is and I want to know what I want to be targeting at. And so I'll use a couple of different, I'll actually use a couple of different tools. One's called the cruel aquatic heart rate deduction. Remember a moment ago, I said that when you hit the water because of temperature, gravity, and compression, your heart rate doesn't work as hard. Well, that even means that when you're at rest. So let's just say that on the deck, we're hanging out on the deck. We give it two, three, four minutes. We take our, you know, we're resting. We're not lifting tanks in. We're not bringing dive gear in. We're not setting up weight belts. We're not trying to put on a wetsuit. We know, God knows we, the heart rate goes up when you're doing that. But you're just hanging out and you take your resting heart rate on deck. And we'll just say that's 76 beats per minute. Give it a few moments. We hop in the water. Again, we're not struggling. We haven't just come off the high dive. We're not trying to put on a, a, a wing and a, and a plate. We're just hanging out, hanging on the edge. Maybe we're standing up in the shallow end. Maybe you're hanging on the edge in the deep end. But we're going to take our heart rate again. And let's say that equals 68. Okay, so that's your in-water heart rate. Now, with the cool aquatic heart rate deduction, we're going to take that 76 beats per minute that we had up on the deck. We're going to minus... the the 68 that we had once we hit H2O, we're going to come up with 8. So your aquatic heart rate deduction equals 8. Good number to remember because the next thing we're going to do is we're going to apply that cruel aquatic HR deduction to what's called the car, uh, oh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember, Carvonian. It's the Carvonian formula or Carvonian method. Now, if you've done any kind of workouts or anything like that, you know that you take 220 and you minus your age and you minus your resting heart rate. So if you've done weightlifting or you've, if you're a runner, this is a formula that's pretty, that's pretty common, right? The 220 minus your age minus the resting heart rate. And then on top of that, we're going to minus the aquatic deduction. And then we're going to multiply that by the, the amount of intensity. And then we're going to add back in our resting heart rate. Man, that sounds like a really complicated formula. It's really not. So this is, this is what it looks like. Let's say that I've got a 50-year-old diver, all right, who has a resting heart rate of 70, and then, which is what we used, uh, well, we'll just say that we've got, you know, we've got a 50-year-old diver, has a resting heart rate of 70, has an aquatic de uh, deduction of 8, okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to take that 220 minus the age, so 50, then we're going to minus 70, that resting heart rate. And then we're going to minus the 8, which is that aquatic heart rate deduction that came out of the cruel aquatic deduction. That's going to give us, hang on, that's going to give us 92. All right. Now, we're going to look at desired intensity. Desired intensity, there's, there's, a, there's a formula, or not really a formula, but there's a, a, a chart that I go off of. And it's, it, it pretty much goes 0 through 10. So like relaxing on the couch, that's like a zero or a one. If I'm not breathing hard and my, and my heart rate is low or near resting, maybe I'm talking, maybe I can sing a song, that's around two. 
All right, and it just kind of progresses up from there. When I'm mopping the floor, uh, when you know, when I'm I'm kind of rearranging the gravel out here. Okay, now that's that's pretty easy. So that goes up to four. So that's about forty percent of the aquatic heart rate. If I feel like I could exercise for hours, that's around a five. Moderate those when I start working out. Okay, and it's where you really start to notice it a little bit. If I'm if I'm on a treadmill, that's that's where I'm starting to sweat a little bit. If I'm working in the yard, I'm starting to sweat a little bit. My body is telling me at that point that I'm starting to go beyond my normal activity level. And that's around 60. Okay, and if, and if I want to go up from there, if I want to go from there, you know, 80 is like hard effort. 90 is like really hard. Okay, 100 is, man, I cannot do this anymore. It's just, I mean, it, it would be like if you got caught up in, I don't know, you know, you got caught up in a in a nest of jellyfish and you're trying to get out of it, right? Or, I don't know, maybe maybe a shark was chasing you. You know, we'll, we'll use that kind of stuff, right? And and that would be 100. So I'm going to go back over here to, to my formula with my diver, right? My diver that I want to help get in shape, that 220 minus 50, minus 70, minus 8. That gives us that 92. Let's say 65 is about where we want to start working out at. You're, you're just starting out in a program like this. You, you don't want to go high intensity because you're going to wind up with an injury. But let's just say we're going to start somebody out. This Sunday, we're going to start you out, right? And 60, it's moderate. Maybe we're going to push a little bit and go up to 65. So what we're going to do, again, 220 minus 50, minus 70, minus 8, aquatic deduction, it gives us 92. We're going to go 92 times 65%, which is our desired intensity, which is 59.8. Then what we're going to do is we're going to add that to our resting heart rate. So 59.8 plus 70, you know, that gives us 129-ish, somewhere in there. One, hang on, 127. Yeah, uh, yeah, 129. We're going to go ahead and round that up to 130. So 130 is that target heart rate that you want to be at. That's where you're starting to get the benefits of, of exercise. Now, depending on the type of exercise that you want to do, you know, you might be looking at something like strength gains, becoming more proficient in everything from carrying tanks to throwing your gear on your back and walking downhill to flutter kicks, right? You know, or, you know, as, as you're swimming underwater. So strength gains for most adults, when we're working out, what I do is I target between two to four sets of eight to 12 repetitions with a resistant that's about 60 to 80% of one resistant measure. Okay, so one resistant measure is what is the maximum amount of weight that I can pick up? All right, if it's, if it's a 34-pound scuba tank, then it's a 34-pound scuba tank. That's, you know, that's what we call one RM. Okay, so that's... That's two, doing two to four sets of eight to 12 repetitions of with that dive weight, right? And we all know that most of us can pick up more than a dive weight. We'll say that, we'll say that I can curl. I'm just going to throw out an arbitrary number here. I can, curl, I can curl 15 pounds. Okay, so I'm going to want to do 60 to 80% of that 15 pounds. When we're looking at like deconditioned adults... Or even in my case, like older adults that are just beginning exercise, one set of 10 to 15 reps 
with about 40 40 to 50% of that RM. So if I can, if I can, if the max I can curl is 20 pounds one time, then I'm going to do 10 to 15 reps, one set at 10 pounds. Maybe I'm going for endurance. Maybe I, you know, and again, you want to look at the different things that you want, uh, the different things that you're trying to achieve. But then when it comes to endurance, now we're working 15 to 25 repetitions at that one, you know, at that, at that one RM. So it all depends on, on, on how, how you want to get in shape and what you want to get in shape with. The way that I run or I'm going to run the Sunday programs is going to look a lot like my, my own workouts. Because I want to stay in shape. I want to reduce fatigue. I don't want to go, I, you know, I don't want to spend $1,000 on a plane, $1,500 for all-inclusive, and then another $500 for, for my dive trips and get down there and be part of that 39% that couldn't finish out. I don't want to get hurt. I want to make sure that I've got good balance. And by the way, the older that we get and and in scuba diving, because the gear we have, imbalance, so at, out of water injuries, is highly attributed to being in unbalanced situations, climbing over rocks on a jetty, going down the stairs, stepping off the, the edge of a sidewalk, you know, losing, losing your balance. So, I want to stay in shape. I don't want to be fatigued. I want to make sure I've got good balance. I want to make sure that I'm stretching. So what I've done is I've built out my my exercises so that I'm looking at things like what my maximum heart rate is. I'm looking and, and I'm, I'm leveraging those, you know, things like the temperature of the water and taking, you know, you know leveraging gravity making sure that the water is, is cooling me down so I can work out a little bit harder. So what my workouts tend to look like is a 10 minute, you know, a 10 minute warm up. If I'm in a lap in, in if I'm in a lap pool, obviously swimming laps is great, but there's other things I want to do. So I try to find a lap area that doesn't have other swimmers in it. I'll throw on a, on a, a wetsuit. If I, on, on some of the exercises just because I want to make sure that my focus is on the exercise and not maintaining buoyancy. However, if I'm really pushing for endurance, not only will I not wear the wetsuit, sometimes I'll throw weights on, but that's another conversation for another time. But I'll do things like I'll, I'll jog in the water. I'll do a regular jog. I'll do the cross-country, uh, you know, the cross-country stride. As a matter of fact, what, what I've, I've was working on the the dive slate this morning for what Sunday's workout's going to be. I'll tell you what the workout's going to be. We're going to spend 10 minutes doing in-place jogs. We're going to sit back and do a recumbent bike. We're going to do the in-place cross-country ski. We're going to do in-place jacks. Kind of looks like a jumping jack, but you're in the water. We're going to do small and large vertical flutters. And then we're going to do a breaststroke in, in, in place. Then we'll, do, then we'll continue on with sidearm circles. Then we'll do knee ups, the knee ups and downs. 
And, and that right there is 10 minutes of warm up. Then we go into our workout. And the way I do a lot of my workouts is that I do intensity. So I'll do high intensity for 30 seconds and then rest for 30. High intensity for 30, rest for 30. Then I'll go in and I'll do high intensity for 60, rest for 60. High intensity for 60, rest for 60. And keep repeating that over and over until I really feel like I'm hitting that 65, 75%. And that's for me, 65 to 75% of my heart rate. And, you know, taking heart break or heart rate breaks or checking it on a, on a heart rate monitor. And then we go into laps. And so like the first lap will be like a cross country ski. Notice we haven't been doing any swimming yet, which is the majority of your dive workouts or what people do for dive workouts is that they swim and they're not really hitting the muscles that they need to become effective divers and building up that coordination. But we'll do one lap of cross countries, come back with a breaststroke. Then we do a high intensity breaststroke over, then come back with a breaststroke. Then we'll do flutters with a, either with a board or with your BCD and tank out in front of you. Come back, do a jog and run. And we keep repeating that and keep increasing the intensity with that. And then we'll go into a cool down. And basically what I do for my cool downs is very similar to what I talked about with the warm-ups, doing jogs, doing sit-backs, doing cross-country skis. So, you know, th- this could be a pretty exciting thing to work out and actually be ready for next dive season to reduce the risk of injuries. But there's also the psychological effect. And remember, this podcast, this podcast is about how do I take what I'm doing in diving and transfer that into the real world? Because there's huge, not only is there huge fitness benefits, but there's also the psychological benefits of regular exercise. You know, reduce, you know, it releases, the in, you know, endorphins and, and, and hormones and helps with hormone production. We know that regular exercise helps to achieve and it helps to maintain healthy body weight, healthy body composition. And while most people do it to improve their physical fitness... We also know that when divers are doing it on a regular basis, it improves the way they feel. It promotes not only those physical changes, but it also produces positive chemical changes in the body. When we're doing regular aerobic exercises... Our respiratory system, which is a big part of diving, becomes more efficient. The volume of air that we're inhaling and exhaling with each breath is increased, which is a good thing. It doesn't mean that you're draining your tank faster. It means that you're using your tank more efficiently. And if you do decide to go into things like free diving, your air, uh, your, your lungs are going to be able to hold air much more efficiently. You can, you can actually pack more air in. 
the heart becomes stronger. There's just, I mean, there's just so many different positive benefits. I don't know why as divers, we're not doing this. By the way, <laughs> recovery from the night of partying before you go out and dive the next day, not that I'm condoning that, when you're in shape and when you're hydrated and your cardiovascular system is working much better, your neurosystem, neuromuscular system is much more efficient. Uh, you can you can hide a lot better except for what you're bragging about the next day when you're back out on the dive boat. But doing regular exercise is going to help strengthen things like the walls of your blood vessels. It's going to promote the development of capillary beds, which is where oxygen and nutrients are exchanged. It's enhancing the blood supply of your body. Why, why are we not doing this as divers? Why are we not doing this as former veterans and first responders? Why are we not just doing this to, you know, to, to better promote a healthy lifestyle? I don't know about you, but I mean, I, you know, I'm 56. I'm fixing to be 57. I feel like I'm in my late 40s. And I feel like I look like I'm in my late 40s. I know there's rough days, but I think for the most part, I look much younger than 56. I don't like going out on a dive and being fatigued or being tired. I like having the confidence, even though I know I don't have a weightlifter body, I don't even have a svelte body anymore. But at least I've got the confidence I can take my shirt off. And it's not because I look great. It's because I know I'm doing the right things and making the right moves. That on the inside, I'm healthy. Diving is a physical sport. And if we want to be healthy and be good divers... And take that and transition it back to the real world. The world where you're going to work. The world where you're commuting. The world where you're dealing with family, kids, spouse, significant other. you got to start taking care of your body. And I think that we have found an opportunity for our divers here locally. But I want to challenge you guys to find a physical fitness program. Water aerobics or whatever it happens to be. Find physical activity that's going to make you a better diver, it's going to make you a better person, and just overall make you feel good and have that great mood on day to day. That's all I've got for this episode. Hey, just don't forget, as long as you've got air, you are all right.